This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. Kia ora. My name is Hafsa Ahmed, and I am an academic at Lincoln University who likes to do things differently. In this podcast, I will have conversations with my peers at Lincoln University, and we will uncomplicate their research. Thank you for joining me, Davian. Uh, so this is Lincoln University's podcast called Influencers at Lincoln, and uh, and I'd like to ask you some questions in about your role here at Lincoln. Sure. All right. So let's begin with your introduction. Just introduce yourself sure. to us. Uh, uh, Daniel Lodge, uh, Deputy Vice Chancellor, Student Life. I've been at the university for uh, almost six months, so uh, not a long time. Uh, I. Uh, Lincoln University is university number five for me, so I've worked at universities in New Zealand and Australia. So, yeah, have moved around uh, a little bit, but um, uh, this job is um, yeah, DBC Student Life, so it is really about uh, the student experience. It is yeah, solely focused on uh, improving the student experience. Uh, for the whole university, so actually making sure our students who come here have uh, a great learning experience, but also a great um, pastoral experience. Uh, it's not just about coming to university to, to learn, but you you know you you come here also for um, to join a club, uh, you know to have um, to have a good have a good time with friends. Uh, there needs to be a whole range of activities and other things and support functions uh, that go along with that. So um, uh, I manage a lot of those uh, particular functions. So it's a uh, it's it's a really great job actually to have both sides of the that academic and the the pastoral care side. So uh, you're looking after the um, the whole person and not just you know the the part of the student that actually comes to university just to study, but the whole the whole person. Nice. And you talked about a memorable experience at Lincoln being one of the things that you focus on. So, if I were to ask you, what has been your most memorable experience in your university life? That's a that's a tough one. Um, I think for for a lot of people at the moment, COVID is the is the piece that seems to grab everyone. Um, I know a lot of leadership, you know, it is really uh, uh, how you uh, look after teams, making sure your people are okay uh, as they, you know, have done so much heavy lifting over the last, you know, two and a half, three years. So um, the thing that has impressed me about Lincoln is just the resilience of the uh, of the staff and how well they've done and managed through what has been a pretty torrid time, you know, for everyone. I, I get the sense that um, that over the over this um, over the coming Christmas break, the team will have a great Christmas break, but it's very well deserved. They have done uh, an absolute power of work across the university. That the teams that I look after have done amazing work actually with looking after students. Um, yeah, making sure making sure that students have you know got up got through 
uh, graduated. Um, you know, I think it's um, yeah, there's been some wonderful things that uh, the team have really achieved here. So tell us about what's been. So you, you've said about COVID and the shift that the staff have had to make. What has been the most significant one for staff in 2022? Uh, for staff, um, so around the student experience, we've got uh, we've got the pastoral care code for us, and the pastoral care code is absolutely massive for the university. So this is how we uh, how we look after our students. Uh, this is, it goes from basically how we look after our students, but also how we report on looking after our students. And every, all eight universities in New Zealand are all responding to the pastoral care code and what that actually looks like. So you're spending um, a lot of time looking at actually what does the data say about how we look after our students. Um, how successful we are at actually getting students up and through the university. And Lincoln does um, amazing things for uh, Māori and Pacific learners. So Māori and Pacific learners here succeed better than, uh, than all other universities in New Zealand. So their success rates here, their pass rates, um, uh, are a lot higher than other universities. And I think that goes to, again, how we, we've got a, a fantastic Tamanataki team that, that look after the, the pastoral care components uh, of our Māori Pacific uh, team. But also we've got you know, wonderful academics here that also uh, have a strong interest uh, in that particular area to help students get up and through. Uh, but the pastoral care code, so we look at the, we look at the, how many students get up and through. So the, the pass rates uh, for all of our students, so Māori and Pacific, our international students, uh, we look at actually what kind of jobs do they get. Uh, and another good thing about Lincoln University is that, uh, you know, we sit at the top uh, of that table too with the other universities uh, with, graduate, um, with graduate outcomes. So our students generally get picked up before... Uh, they graduate, they get really good jobs, and they get high-paying jobs, you know, compared to other universities. So um, I'm fortunate to have um, got a job at a university where there is uh, some fantastic outcomes already for uh, the work that uh, that has been done over a long period of time in this university. So it's um, the the pastoral care code basically makes you uh, focuses you in on some of the challenges that you have, but it also also gives you an opportunity to celebrate some of the successes that um, that you have. And this university does some has, does some really wonderful things. I've got to say. So, in terms of the wonderful things that you you know you are aware of, I'm probably not. Have there been any surprises for you when you look at it in terms of the wonderful things that we do for our students? Well, if you can, do you want to give any examples? If you could share so, any? I mean, if I look at, again, if I compare us to other universities, um, our staff-to-student ratio, so we have um, we have the lowest staff-to-student uh, ratio or student-to-staff ratio 
um, out of all eight universities. So when you come here uh, for a student, you're not one of a you know one of 175. Um, you're, you know, you, our class size in our first year they're reasonably sizable, but our second, third year after that, you know, basically our staff ratio, our staff ratio is one academic to uh, I think it's about 13 or 14, whereas many are, um, you know, up to the the one in 20. So the actual time a student has with an academic is far greater here, which helps learning. So, you know, if, if you're able to spend a bit more time with a student, they are going to get a better outcome. Uh, we also have uh, a health and wellbeing team here that do uh, amazing things with counselling students around um, mental health, uh, looking after themselves, wellbeing, um, a dietitian, you know, that helps people look after, you know, what they... What they um, what they eat, uh, you know, we see students that have, uh, I think we're seeing, um, you know, more students with uh, mental health concerns across across New Zealand, um, and we, you know, finally attuned to that, and we've got a team that are able to help and uh, support, uh, to help and support uh, our students. So I think that Again, you've got really small class sizes. You've got some really great um, pastoral care. We've got a brand new gym facility here, um, which is I think it's free for students. So um, for them, you know, so that you, if you're looking after yourself, your own health and well-being, you're fit and healthy, you're going to be a better student. And uh, so there's some. Yeah, some really good things there. I think that kind of lock in together to uh, to help that pastoral side. Nice. So, so looking ahead to 2023 now, and maybe 2024, what do you think? Or what are, what are your expectations of where Lincoln goes, or in terms of its relationship to the students? Sure. So, for me, I really want to. Uh, I want to really listen to the student voice so that we respond to the student voice. So, I mean, how we have, we run a range of surveys across the university from in class uh, surveys uh, to an international student barometer to a student satisfaction, uh, student experience survey. Um, and we have all this great data about areas. You know, that um, are working well or things that we need to work on. So uh, a real focus for next year is going to be unpacking all the data that we have that students have talked to us about, uh, about how we improve, again, that student experience. So um, yeah, there's a chance to celebrate some of the great work we do, but we also need to, to look at some of the things that we could, um, that we could improve on. Uh, so that'll take, uh, that'll take a bit of time, but... Um, it's good that we're actually responding to the student voice, listening, you know, really listening, and that's uh, you're getting uh, both the academic and the professional sides uh, of the university together uh, to have conversations about how to respond in a positive fashion back uh, around that student voice so we can uh, guarantee that our students uh, are having a great experience. 
So in terms of, um, I guess, the learner experience, I know you talked about the student experience, but I'm looking at it just from a learner perspective, that I'm, mm -hmm. if I'm learning, what can I expect as a student when I come to Lincoln from... So this is more a question of hybrid learning, online learning, fully face-to-face. -face. Where are we heading in 2023? Yes, uh, I think we've got, um, you'll have a, uh, a quality learning experience that is, um, uh, that will be delivered um, with a mixture of uh, some great uh, online learning through um uh, Learn, Akaraka, um, uh, learning management system. Um, our academics uh, will be uh, recording uh, lectures, and distributing lectures uh, for students, so they can they can catch up. Uh, you know, later that week, revise, you know, do revisions throughout the semester. Um, we will see. Uh, I think. Uh, uh, one of the highlights, I think, the, what goes on at this university is our field trips. You know, I think that's the a, a thing that um, in many other universities I've worked at, they don't seem to do the the field trip, which is a something that Lincoln University specialises in, where you get you know large groups of students visiting a whole range of different. It could be farms, it could be factories, it could be you know it could be anything where um, those kind of. Uh, those kind of experiences do amazing things for students because they're actually it's real world learning. So you, you're seeing you're learning the theoretical side in the classroom, and you're able then to see what actually goes on uh, in a in a particular working environment, uh, which is great. The I think what our I think our uh, our academic staff they're moving away from the emergency teaching that we saw during COVID, um, and and I can see with the, the student feedback that's coming back that our staff are actually, academic staff, are getting much better really at uh, online delivery, recording lectures, um, uh, providing uh, different forms of feedback on assignments, which actually might be not just you know written uh, written back on assignment, but it might be a, like an MP3 or a video recording that gives... Um, uh, you know, some pretty open feedback on on where a student can actually improve, uh, where they might need to focus some of their work uh, as the semester goes on. So uh, um, we've got uh, a whole range of things lined up to actually for an academic to support a student. Uh, we're trying to do a bit of work here to also support uh, the academic. So there is, for us, We've been running sessions on uh, things like gradebook, so we can help an academic uh, set up their uh, assessment um, throughout the semester. But that then gives us access to make sh to see actually how students are progressing across the whole university. Uh, if we can see that a student is uh, might not be doing so well in a, in a particular assessment, it might be the first assessment. Um, our learning support team uh, are able then uh, to see that, give the student a call, uh, work with the academic to provide some assistance to the student so they can then get the support they need. A lot of our students, um, 
And it's the first time they've been at university um, learning how to be a good student. It takes time. You know, this is it's not an easy it's not an easy um, journey for a lot of students. And that you know the, that first year, students come here uh, is full of ups and downs. And the team that we have that wraps wraps around that kind of academic and pastoral support, they're absolutely vital to to make sure that students have a really good first year. Uh, experience because we know if we if we really support a student in that first year, they'll easily succeed in the second and third, and then we'll see them at graduation, which is the which is the key. Yeah, oh, nice. So, um, what do you expect would be the challenges that we could see that we like me as a staff member or or just in general, Lincoln could experience that this. But this approach where we want to focus, well, we are student-centric and we want to remain student-centric. So how do you see um, us having any challenges in that space? Do you think we so, can... So I think whenever you've got um, an all-of-university approach to student success, so you've got um, people that have a, um, a massive focus on research, um, how do you balance research, your teaching, or your, um, your administration load, um, and family members that might still have COVID, you know, and a whole range of, you know, so you actually our academics are juggling so many balls. Um, our students are also doing the same thing. If you look, um, inflation, um, the cost of living has gone up. So our students are actually juggling probably multiple jobs. Their rents have gone up. Their food bills gone up. The petrol to put in their car to come out to university has gone up. Uh, so. Uh, you're looking at a whole range of pressures for both the academic side and the student side. So um, I see some challenges in how we make sure that you know that our students are actually okay. But we also need to wrap support around our academics to actually make sure that they're doing okay too, because we know that you know out of COVID, uh, the teaching load has increased as you've had this kind of dual mode of delivery where the online and the face-to-face, and we're trying to work out that kind of, that sweet spot, that middle ground that uh, that helps uh, with student learning, but is not, um, it doesn't make, uh, so an academic is not actually working, you know, 60, 70 hours a week, you know, to keep the lights on, you know, that's, uh, we've got to look after our staff. So it's, um, that's going to be a challenge for us, I think, in seeing next year how, making sure that we've got support around both our students and our academics so our students actually get a great learning experience um, and our academics you know retain that passion for teaching which they all have uh, so that's um, yeah that's going to be uh, a particular challenge for us so my follow-up question which is which is related to our international students how do you see that in 2023? So I think uh, our international students, I mean, we've got, uh, I look after the student administration and our international recruitment teams in getting students in to the university. Um, I'd love to have more students come into the, international students come into the place. Uh, but we've got some challenges with um, with visas, we've got some challenges with uh Just the, I suppose the 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 hangover of COVID and what that actually means for uh, parts of our market, which are in China, 
uh, India, you know, a range of countries. You know, there is um, uh, some challenges that we have there. But I think once once we have international students uh, here on campus, uh, again, we've got some we've got a, uh, two wonderful international student support staff that do a great job in helping people uh, on board onto the campus. Um, we've got, um, I think, some... Um, we're going to take a while, I think, to get back to our the international student numbers that we had uh, prior to COVID. So um, Education uh, New Zealand, which uh, promote international education, Outside of New Zealand, you know, they tell us that actually uh, we could be a number of years away from getting back to our uh, pre-COVID international numbers, and it could be almost 10 years away. Uh, Most universities don't believe it's going to be 10 years. I think uh, if I look at the student numbers or the student demand at the moment to come and study at Lincoln for our international students, it's looking very promising. It won't be. Uh, it won't be next year or the year after. It'll be. Um, uh, it might be a few years away, but uh, certainly won't be ten years. I think the um, Lincoln University and what we actually offer international students, because of again the small class sizes, uh, the fact that we are so specialised in what we actually do. Um, and we're world-renowned for that. I think that um, we've got a, uh, a particular offering that's uh, incredibly attractive. Nice. So one last question before we finish. So out of all the, um, the things that are happening in 2023, what is the one bit that is exciting to you? Uh, another good question uh, for me. Uh, what I want to see is that um, I want to get our international students uh, back onto campus. I want to see you know a really healthy number come through. Um, I want to see us grow our Māori and Pacific student numbers. Uh, I would love to see more Māori and Pacific students on this campus. Um, I'd love to see more Māori and Pacific staff on this campus. Uh, you know, I think if we can... Uh, if our recruitment teams can do some, you know, some really great work in the international space, but also in that mining Pacific space, I think because the um, rich cultures add so much to the academic learning, uh, but also the, the the other components of actually being in a university, I think that would just be that would be wonderful. You know. Thank you very much, David. <laughs> no worries, absolutely. You can listen to these conversations on podcast at the Plains FM website. Search Influencers at Lincoln or on Spotify or Apple Podcasts.